Welcome into Loho Daily. I am Loho, a.k.a. Lawrence Holmes. Thanks for listening to the podcast today. I haven't had as much time, which is weird, considering what's been going on this week and how there really isn't a lot of sports, but I haven't had as much time as I would like to delve into the bear signing of Robert Quinn. Quinn, the defensive end for the Cowboys last year, I really like the signing. I, I There are not a lot of things when it comes to the way that Ryan Pace has kind of done his thing as general manager that I sit there and go, ah, oh, that makes a lot of sense. But let's start at the beginning of this because that's where there is a worthy criticism of Pace. Look, you have Leonard Floyd. Leonard Floyd is not producing. And the Bears have tried kind of this, this shell game of production when it comes to Leonard Floyd. We're telling you, oh, well, don't look at the sack total. Like, don't look at that. Like, it's about pressures. And he's one of the best guys when it comes to pressuring people. As a matter of fact, why don't I let you hear from Ryan Pace on that very subject? You know, I think, you know, Leonard wants to be more productive as a pass rusher. We want him to be more productive there, too. Um, God, he's, he's close in a lot of areas when you look at the pressures and, and those things. He just needs, you know, finish a little bit better on the quarterback. But I think when you're evaluating him, you have to factor in everything. And it's, you know, his, his, his run defense, his ability in coverage. Um, you know, we consider him our same outside linebacker, so we value what he can do in coverage. And I think sometimes that goes a little uh, underrated and what he does in that area. For a guy that's of his stature, um, not many outside linebackers can, can drop in coverage like he does. So that, that's a factor. Okay, well, I guess it's fair to say it was a factor, but it was not a determining factor in them keeping him around, no matter what Ryan Pace had to tell you. Now, look, it's lying season in the NFL. That's what these teams do. They lie to you. I just, I wish that the evaluations were a little bit more honest. And I know that in there he said that he they wish that Leonard would be a little bit more productive. And Leonard does too. I still go back to what is the most, I think, damning stat on Leonard Floyd. And that's the idea that he had in, in last season. This to me is crazy. He had two sacks in the game against Green Bay to open things up. Remember that night that everyone was super excited? Everyone was really excited about the Bears starting the season, and then Green Bay came into Chicago and was like, don't be that excited. But in that game, Leonard Floyd did give you some excitement by getting two sacks in that game. And you're thinking, oh, wow, this is maybe him turning a corner. It really was pretty much his entire player profile as he was a Bear he would get well on the Green Bay Packers. That's where he got a majority of his sacks, which is insane. But after that, and that's the part of the statistic that is scary, after that, he had one sack in the final 15 games of the season. Wow. And look, the production aspect of it, I understand that pass rushers are viewed differently because if they can generate pressures, that is valuable. I'm not trying to act like it's not a valuable thing. But you got to get home. And when you're a first-round pick, you got to get home. The thing is is that I kind of expect for Leonard Floyd to be all right with the Rams. 
I think that he'll do well out there when they start playing. I think he he will fit, and they'll probably use him as a rush specialist, which is really what he's supposed to do instead of, well, let's do some of this outside linebacker stuff. And he was good against the run. Like, that's not a falsehood. I just think that it's interesting that they they cut Leonard Floyd to save themselves $13.2 million and then brought in someone who is a guy that gives you the production on actual quarterback sacks. I'm watching Robert Quinn tape after they made the move. I really like him. He's got good bend. He gets low. Like, he's really good at kind of changing things up as a pass rusher and getting underneath the pads of the of the offensive tackle. He also, the thing that I think is going to make him the most dangerous is he's not a guy that stays beat. And here's what I mean. Let's say that the tackle gets you up the field, that he blocks you kind of out of the play. The thing I noticed with Quinn is that he keeps working. Some guys will stay blocked. Leonard Floyd was one of those dudes. He'll stay blocked. He'll stay Velcroed to a tackle. Quinn keeps working. And that, I think, is uh, a real testament to the way that he plays. Let me run you some of the numbers on him. In his career, he's at 80 and a half sacks. And that's over 10 seasons. He's played a lot of games, and he's played for three different teams at this point. And, well, this will be fourth. Four different teams. He started out with the Rams. He can get after it. And even last year, he had 11 and a half sacks. And he was uh, seeing him go up against Teddy Bridgewater. I mean, he, he, some of those plays that he made last year against Teddy Bridgewater speak to his motor and how he will keep going and going and going. That to me sets up perfectly for the other two guys that you're expect, expecting to rush the passer. When you have Khalil Mack on one end and you have Akeem Hicks in the middle, those are guys you don't quit on plays. And if they can bring that type of ferocity along with skill, I think that that Quinn is also a skilled pass rusher. They could cause some problems. And one of the main problems that they can cause is an uptick in Bears takeaways. This has been an issue for the Bears. In 2019, in 2018, they had a great season with takeaways. One of the pro- one of the reasons that they had it that way is because the pass rush was so devastating that quarterbacks didn't have a chance to hit someone with a double move. You're not going to pump fake your way out of it because your guy can't get open fast enough to keep you from getting sacked by Mac or Hicks. And in some cases, Leonard Floyd. This is where Eddie Jackson and Prince of Mukamara and Kyle Fuller really started to play well because the ball had to come out. They could jump routes. They could get downhill because the ball has to come out. You can't pump fake it. So that's where I think that he's going to be really, really helpful. I wanted to find out more about Robert Quinn and what he's about and why the Cowboys got rid of him. I talked with Calvin Watkins, who covers the Cowboys for the Dallas News. 
Here's what he told me about Robert Quinn and what you as a Bears fan should be paying attention to. Well, he's a 4-3 end, obviously, in Dallas, and he's got the flexibility, I mean, to I guess to be an outside backer in a 3-4, but I, I just think his best he, – he played well with his hand down in the dirt, as they like to say. So, I mean, from a scheme standpoint, he seems comfortable in either one, but I think mainly he's a 4-3 end that, that had a very productive year last year. So what would you say – could be his impact when you add him to Akeem Hicks and Khalil Mack on the Bears defensive line? You know, I think it's, it's, a, it's a plus. I mean, especially if you're willing to pay the price that he's looking for, I think he's going to help Khalil Mack. Um, you know, I think he might, you know, minimize some double teams on the other side of that defensive line. Um, he's a guy you have to be concerned with. You can never have enough pass rushers, as Wade Phillips used to say when he coached the Cowboys. And he's right. I mean, the more guys you have there, the better. Um, I just felt, felt like from the Cowboys' perspective, you know, paying that price was a little too much. So the Bears gave him a five-year deal worth $70 million, a $30 million guarantee for Robert Quinn. And it is a lot of money, and you're probably not expecting him to be on to, to finish that contract. I would be shocked if he finished that contract. What the Bears are hoping for is immediate impact. And it it might be worth it to them for the $30 million guaranteed spread out over a couple of years for cap purposes to do that. Because the time is now. A lot of people keep referring to the Bears defense as Super Bowl, and I'm I'm uncomfortable doing that. But this, I think, gets them closer to being a Super Bowl-caliber defense. But that means that everything has to click. They can't wait on – they couldn't wait on Leonard Floyd's development anymore. So now you have a guy that has some bona fides as a pass rusher, and even if he stays on his average, if he's eight and a half sacks next season, I think the Bears' defense probably had a good season. Now – the Bears defense, and you heard Ryan Pace talking about the, the that guy is the Sam linebacker. That's not really what Robert Quinn does. Our buddy Jason Leisure from the Sun-Times explained to me, because he covered Quinn when Jason was in Miami working on the Dolphins beat, and Quinn was a Dolphin. He explained that, that this is a guy that thrives more as a 4-3 end versus a 3-4 outside linebacker. I really like that move, and I really like Robert Quinn. I, I covered Robert Quinn in Miami when he was still trying to turn things around, and then he had a really good season for Dallas last year. I, I like that move, and the thing I like most about it is, and I've been very critical of Pace, but I respect that he was able to concede on a player that he drafted so high in Leonard Floyd and admit that that just was not the right move and it was time to move on. I like that. I think that's the hardest thing, one of the hardest things to ask a GM in the NFL to do. And him doing that shows some sign that he's capable of that at least. And you'd, you'd like to see him apply that to some other places like, you know, quarterback and offensive line. You would. You'd like to see where they're going to go on that. I mean, obviously, if you're bringing in Robert Quinn, it made sense to 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 get rid of Leonard Floyd. But you had a really interesting thing that you tweeted out a story that you did while you were in Miami about Quinn 
and it, it makes me wonder how he's going to be used with the Bears. Why is it that he likes to be a hand-in-the-dirt rush in versus a, a, a rushing linebacker? Yeah, an outside linebacker like uh, like Leonard Floyd plays. Um, Robert Quinn came up that way. He's played that his whole career, basically, until the Rams switched to a 3-4 while he was there. And he was so happy to get out of that and then uh, in the trade to the Dolphins. And then he was traded to Dallas, where they also played a 4-3, so he was able to play a down lineman. Uh, defensive end position. Now you come back to the Bears where they play a 3-4, and I know that especially in passing situations, they can put him and Mack both as down linemen, but it's going to be interesting. When you look back at his playing time over the last three years, he's played about 60% of the snaps, and if you don't follow this stuff closely, I totally understand, not you, but anyone listening to this. Um, for for reference, Khalil Mack played like 85% of the snaps for the Bears, much more of an every-down player than Robert Quinn. Robert Quinn, I think, would specialize in passing situations for the Bears. So he might he might end up playing more of a defensive end position anyway, even with the Bears being in a 3-4. And obviously, you know, as opposed to all the other times in his career, Robert Quinn actually chose the Bears. He did sign with the Bears. He wasn't traded there. So he knew what he was getting into. I'm sure they had conversations about scheme and how he would fit there. So that's something that Chuck Pagano is going to have to figure out. How do you make him the most comfortable without giving away what you're doing on a particular play or a particular look? Is he going to be able to drop in coverage, play the run effectively, and still get after the quarterback? I I think this is a thumbs-up move by the, the Bears. I like it a lot. I think it gives them something that they desperately needed, a weapon on the other side of Khalil Mack. It makes the offense have to allocate resources. And I think it's going to be difficult for these offenses. If these guys are are healthy, it could be problematic. That's also the reason that they gave Roy Robertson Harris a second-round tender because they believe in him, too. I think this could be a really good bunch, maybe the best unit on the team. Thanks for listening.